period of the three weeks that begins with the 17th day of Tammuz and concludes with Tisha B'Av are three weeks of mourning and the days of Shiva Sabbath, Tammuz and Tisha B'Av are also fast days. These two days that begin the period of three weeks and conclude the period of three weeks, the 17th of Tammuz, the 9th of Av, the Mishnah, in the last chapter of Tractate Tanit, says about these two days that Chamishah Dvarim Iruat Avotenu B'Shiva Sabatamuz B'Chamishah B'Tishah B'Av There were five things that happened to our ancestors on the 17th of Tammuz and five on Tishah B'Av and the Mishnah lists which five things occurred on the 17th of Tammuz and then on Tishah B'Av and it's actually very interesting that the Mishnah, at least, seems to equate the two. Five on this day and five on that day. Certainly, in other sources, in the Talmud and elsewhere, Tisha B'Av is seen as a very major fast day, outside of Yom Kippur, the major fast day, and the great day of mourning. And Shiva Sabbat Tammuz, the 70th of Tammuz, falls into the category of the minor fast. But in the Mishnah, at least, there's a kind of equation being drawn between the two, the beginning and the end of the three weeks. Now, as far as the 17th of Tammuz is concerned, amongst the five uh, events that took place, the first one, On the 17th of Tammuz, the tablets were broken. Moshe broke the tablets. And of course, the breaking of the tablets is recorded in the book of Shemot, in the book of Exodus, Chapter 32, Moshe comes down the mountain, having been told by God that the people have made and worshipped a golden calf, the Egil. Moshe comes down the mountain after having prayed for the people. He sees with his own eyes what's happening. Bayarata Egil Umucholot says the Torah, he saw the calf and he saw the dancing, the enthusiasm. He became very angry and he breaks the tablets. This is found in the book of Exodus, and the story is actually also recorded in the book of Zvarim, with many variations, but essentially the breaking of the tablets. It's interesting that the Mishnah doesn't say, on the 17th of Tammuz, uh, the people made a golden calf. It doesn't talk about the sin, actually. It rather focuses in on the effect. Nishtabru haruchot. The tablets were broken. And the tablets being broken has two different aspects to it. Of course, the tablets are the writing of God, the work of God, and they are the instructions to the people. In short, Torah. When Moshe breaks the tablets, the loss is the loss of the Torah. And that's from one perspective. From the second perspective, the tablets are not only tablets which contain on it the word of God, but the tablets were to be placed inside the Ark, which, in effect, is the core vessel of the Mishkan, which is to be built. Moses went up to the mountain, among other things, to receive instruction about building the Mishkan. And in fact, the building of the Mishkan, the instructions are given to Moshe when he's on the mountain. The actual building of the Mishkan is the happy conclusion to the book of Exodus. So, the tablets represent two things. 
They represent, one might say, a conclusion of the story of the giving of the Torah, which began already earlier, chapter 19 of Exodus, the Ten Commandments, the laws of the covenant in chapter 21, 22, 23, the quenching of the covenant, the altar that's built, the blood thrown on the people and on the altar, Nasev and Nishma, which is chapter 24. When Moses breaks the tablets, one might say, in a certain sense, undoes that. But also the breaking of the tablets, which are the work of God, make it impossible to build the Mishkan. Every other part of the Mishkan is built by people, by artisans, Betzalel and his helpers, and the volunteers. But the tablets, Maseh Elohim are the work of God. When Moshe breaks those tablets, the temple cannot be built. So these are the two aspects to Nishtabru Haruchot, what is lost over here. And here it's important to understand that the three weeks begin with a fast day, they end with a fast day, but the day of Tishabav, especially, is not just a fast day. And the three weeks are not just a time when we are fasting on two occasions, but they are days of mourning. And the difference between mourning and fasting, and a very important difference, is this. Fasting has to do with responding. Fasting has to do with how do we solve the problem? Something went wrong, and we are thinking about how we can correct it. So fasting is intimately connected to what we might say is the mitzvah of tshuva, is the obligation to correct the past. That's what fasting is about. The day of Tisha B'av and the three weeks are times of fasting and times of mourning. The mourning is different. The mourning has to do with the focus on not how do we correct, but what is it that we have lost. In the book of Exodus, when God first speaks to Moshe, that's the story of the burning bush, the snan, chapter 3, and God says to Moshe in that chapter, in that conversation, that someday you come back to this very place, because the snare, Chorev, is Sinai. God speak to Mo, speaks to Moshe at Sinai, and God said to Moshe, someday you'll come back to this very place. You will serve God on this mountain. So God references a future event that is to take place at this site. Now what exactly will take place at this site? That's a good question, because at this site later, of course, there's the Ten Commandments, there's the receiving of the Torah, there's Har Sinai. But also, presumably, you will serve God on this mountain, refers not just to acceptance of the Torah, but probably even more so refers to the fact that at that site, the Mishkan is first set up. So the book of Exodus looks forward to two events taking place, the receiving of the Torah on one hand and the building of the Mishkan on the other. There is a dispute between Rashi and the Ramban, the two great medieval exegetes, as to which of the two is primary. For Rashi, in his commentary on Exodus and beyond, what is primary, the primary event, is the receiving of the Torah. Nachmanides strongly disagrees, and he argues that the receiving of the Torah, that's necessary, but insufficient. In fact, he says you can keep the whole Torah and not be a good person. So the receiving of the Torah, Sinai, is a necessary event, but the goal of the book of Exodus is to be in God's presence, is to be in a place where God speaks. And that's the idea of the Mishkan. The Mishkan is the place from which God speaks, 
and God speaks from above, above the ark, where the kruvim are to be found, mi kruvim. So the tablets, actually, which are placed inside the ark, represent the idea of the mishkan as a connection between ourselves and God. That was the goal. With the episode of the golden calf, what is lost is the connection. And there are two kinds of connections. What's lost is, and this is especially highlighted on the 17th of Tammuz, Nishtabu Haluchot. That's the first of the terrible events that took place on the 17th of Tammuz, and later on is mentioned as well, Saraf Apostomus et Torah. The burning of the Torah. So the focus on Shivasa Batamuz, it would appear, or a focus, apart from the breaching of the city, Jerusalem, which is the temple, the beginning of the loss of the temple, the first step or the second step in the loss of the temple. But apart from that, there's something about the Torah itself which is lost. And the Torah is our connection. What we are mourning on Shivasa Batamuz is the fact that the missing Torah, the Torah was a way through which we figure out how to make the connections, how to stand in God's presence, how to build communities that stand in God's presence. So Shivasa Batamuz is the focus on Temple Yes, Nishtabu Haruchot, but also the very Torah itself, which is lost. And this is actually a very important point about the three weeks, because the three weeks are, in fact, time of mourning. They are an opportunity to reflect on what is lost. It's very interesting that on Tisha B'Av, which is a day of mourning and a day of fasting, the practice of the Jewish people is that, especially the morning of Tisha B'Av, morning, M-O-R-N, morning, without the U, to recite what are called keynote. Keynote are elegies, lamentations. Of course, the Book of Lamentations is read at night, Echa. But in the morning also, we are reciting keynote. And the keynote, many of which in the Ashkenazic tradition were written by Eliezer Kalir, the keynote on reflections on what has been lost. When it comes to mourning, in general, one mourns the loss of a relative, a departed one. So in that instance, we know who is gone. We don't necessarily always know what the loss is. Sometimes it takes a long time to appreciate the loss. But at least we know the person, we knew the person, who is not now among us. When it comes to Tishabav, when it comes to the three weeks, one of the functions of the keynote of these elegies, lamentations, is for us to reflect upon what has been lost. And that's the importance of studying, not just reading the keynote, but studying them, and thinking during the three weeks, what is missing? That's the idea of the period of mourning. And that's the opportunity that the three weeks provide us with.